Really Scary Podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about the origin of Halloween. Bro. Cue the spooky, spooktacular, spookerific music. Exactly. Because it's Halloween, baby. It's Halloween. We made it. This is the time of our lives. Literally. This is like we come, like we crawl out of our rock in Mm -hmm. Indiana. Like we crawl out from underneath the rocks and we just like we're transformative into this huge entity of Halloween loving white girl energy. And I'm just so here for it. I'm just ready to come out of the rock. I feel like I should pour myself a glass of wine, honestly. I feel like you should. I'm on a whole other level right now. No, I drank a monster. Oh, well, that's different. I I wish I had wine. Do you Um, not? I have some in the kitchen. I just don't want to go get it. And I would text Zach, but he's playing video games. So he will not see my text message. You want me to text him? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm going to text him and you text him. Okay. I could put us in a group chat too. No, he needs two different notifications. He might walk in here mid episode and have a glass of wine in hand i hope that would be the only excuse to interrupt the show yes <laughs> but let me read you let me learn your topic summary thank you so you know what we're talking about i know okay? what we're gonna okay 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 october 31st is a magical day filled with spooky traditions and fun activities but where do these traditions stem from why do we continue to do them year after year this week, we're talking about the origin of Halloween. Oh my God. Thank you, Zach. Thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So magical. I know. That's what happens when you text him repeatedly for it. That's awesome. <laughs> the power of the internet. I love the pun about where traditions stem from because pumpkin stem. I didn't even think about that pumpkins. while writing this, but I love that. Halloween. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Savannah, this has been a buildup. This is our 13th episode. It feels good to be here. I want to thank our audience for getting us to this spot. We wouldn't be here if we didn't have at least two listeners. So thank you. (laughs) Shout out to Gage's dad. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Ed Batustak. Thank you. Thank you, Ed. You guys are the Um, real MVPs. Yeah. So I I want to talk about in this pre-discussion, Savannah, do you have a standout Halloween memory that you remember from your childhood? Not a fun one. I can get in my feels for a second though. Please do. Oh my gosh. I was six and I was in and out of hospitals a lot. It was a very sick kid. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I know. And I couldn't go out trick or treating. I, yeah, I know. It was so sad. Um, Sorry, took a sad turn. <laughs> I know. This back in 2004 and I, I just couldn't get out. Like I couldn't make it like down the street. Like I was that bad off. And, uh, what my mom and my grandma did is my mom stood at the back door and my grandma stood at the front door and my grandpa walked me to the front door and then to the back door and, and then back so that I could go trick or treating at home. Oh my gosh that is precious I know that was like it's just a core memory like joy from inside out it's like holding it and mm-hmm. it's just yeah. something I will always cherish because like they made sure that I could go trick-or-treating even though I was very sick 
Oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I love that. I know, I Shout know. out to them. I know. Come on, Heather, Sheila, Gerald. Sheila. <laughs> Sheila's my idol, honestly. Sheila. I love her. <laughs> what a stud. Gerald's Gerald's also an MVP. But mm-hmm. I just, you know, I really appreciated that. But what's yours? What's your like core Halloween memory? This is this memory is probably the reason that I obsess over Halloween the way that I do. Um, so I was young. I could not tell you what age, maybe fifth grade, maybe sixth grade. I don't know. Um, and my parents threw the best Halloween party ever. I knew they could. Yes. (laughs) And it was me and my friends and then Veronica, my sister and her friends. And we each had like, I don't know, probably six or seven friends over. So it was like a, a party. I could be exaggerating that. Maybe I only had three friends over. I don't know. My memory is awful. But my parents just went all out for this Halloween party. You know, we bobbed for apples. We, um, I think there was a chance, like I said, my memory is bad. So don't quote me on this, but I'm I have literally, a vague. Cheryl, get on the phone. Cheryl, <laughs> we we need you. Yeah. <laughs> She's just in bed right now. She's not awake. <laughs> oh, good night, Cheryl. <laughs> sweet dreams (laughs) there is this distinct memory of like maybe them making spaghetti that felt like brains and you were supposed to feel it and feel the brains they had this whole scavenger hunt planned out where you we were split up into teams and you had to make a peanut butter sandwich you had to find a dog and like we had like three dogs at the time so you had to like find it you had to find a rock you had to find a pine cone you had to find just all these things a magazine and then you had to like meet down by the fire pit it was pitch dark outside the only light was like you know the light out doors like by our front door and then the fire pit light it was awesome we all had flashlights it was amazing I just I think about that memory a lot and it's one of the best memories from my childhood and it's something that I want to be able to bring my kids whenever Zach and I have children I know I'm excited like I want to I want to just throw like intense awesome Halloween parties for friends for family for kids for kids friends and and just like make those amazing memories like my parents did for me. <laughs> so that's just, my Halloween memory. <laughs> not even to sob right now. Like, oh my God, I didn't realize we were going to get this emotional in this episode. But that is the most fucking precious thing I've ever seen. Don't censor my fucking because it's just <laughs> that intense. But that's just precious. It's absolutely precious. Thank I love you. that. I just like literally want to give your parents a hug. Like that is that's perfect. I want to give my parents a hug too. It's like, that's like a warm, like hug. Like just that memory is so like, it's perfect. You know, mm-hmm. it's an untouchable, perfect memory. And I love it. I love that. I do. <sighs> Thank you. So my next thing to talk about is how's your Halloween costume coming along? Gage asked me today. He's like, what are we going as? I was like, I thought we already talked about Shigo and Kim Possible. Like, why are you not getting this through your head? And he's Mm -hmm. like, clearly we're not doing that. So actually I need your help or I need our audience's help. I need you guys to tell me what we're wearing because we're going to a Halloween party last minute. So my dad's birthday and his sister's wedding's the 29th on the Sunday after the 30th, I have to work. And then we have, um, my dad's birthday lunch and then we have the halloween party and i just mm-hmm. don't even know what to do this last minute i haven't even been to a spirit halloween this whole year this whole time. i haven't either honestly that's a shame i know it is 
Well, what happened to the idea of Beetlejuice and Lydia? Because Have I can't shot that get, down. Yeah, I can't get the dress okay. in time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Respect. I'm here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna post a TikTok asking people what you should be for Halloween, and we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what happens. If we get one view, we get one view. If we get a thousand views, we get a thousand views. It'll be great. We'll I know, see I what the audience so has casual to say. about it. You're like, thank you. You know, we do, we do. I just don't know what to do this last minute, honestly. And it's our first Halloween as a couple. So mm-hmm. it's just very stressful. I don't even know what to do. A lot no of pressure. Idea. A lot of pressure. A, he has a lot of flannels. And I went as a scarecrow last year. Oh my gosh. Why don't you do like a werewolf? Like cut up a flannel. He could be a werewolf that's like transition and you could be like little red riding hood. Perfect. Oh, he could be a little red riding hood. I, lo- <laughs> I love that. No, that's a perfect idea because I think one of us has a red hoodie. That's so good. There you, you go. You just came up with that. You just oh thought it in your noggin. I just, that's Halloween, you know, it just happens. <laughs> that's the magic we were talking about. It's the magic. Well, my Halloween costume, since this is past when I'll be using it, I can finally release what I'm doing. What I told you is not true. <gasps> you fit. I even sent you a TikTok. I did not meaningfully fib to you not purposefully mm-hmm. um that was our idea if it was cold outside but it's going to be around 60 degrees so we're going with our warmer costume idea which is i'm going to be dr john hammond from jurassic park white beard guy and zach is going to be dinosaur dna you know that little dna guy <laughs> So I ordered my stuff for my costume today. Oh we're going to put a bunch of fuzzballs all over Zach. <laughs> Dinosaur DNA. Dinosaur DNA. And him and I are going to play a drinking game that anytime one of us says that to the other one, they have to drink, which will be a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Are you going to get like the, the pink, the white, the yellow fuzzies yes. and get mm-hmm. them some big old googly eyes? Yep. We're going to cut a cardboard like smile out and put it on his head. It's going to be great. Oh my God. We're ready for it. This is perfect. I love this. Thank you. Thank you for that. No, thank you for that. (laughs) No, thank (laughs) you for that. He has buck teeth too. Does he? All right. Getting Zach buck teeth. His Mr. DNA. He even has a Funko pop. So that's our costume idea. Thank you. I love that. We'll post pictures on our Instagram of Zach and I's costume and then Savannah and Gage's costume as well. So you guys can see them. But Savannah, are you ready to get into the meat of it all? Literally, I chugged a monster for this very reason. I'm so all right, happy. And I'm chugging wine. Let's for it. do it. Let's <laughs> dive in. Let's do all right. It. To talk about the origin of Halloween, we have to date back to the Celtic festival of Samhain. And you all have heard us talk about this before. If you listen to episode two, the origins of Halloween costumes, we dove into a lot of this information, but we're going to talk about it again because it's Halloween. So because the Celtics celebrated the new year on November 1st, Samhain was celebrated on October 31st today. And it was the celebration of the end of the year. The Celtics believe that on October 31st, the lines between the world of the living and the world of the dead were blurred and the ghosts of the dead could return to earth. They believe that these ghosts would cause mayhem, trouble, and would cause damage to their crops. 
And so they would often light bonfires and dress in costumes to ward off these spirits and also blend in with them. Yeah. You remember Steve down the hut with his Steve down the hut. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, He was wearing people's skin, animal antlers, antlers. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not specified human or animal like. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And like I said, I, we talked about a lot of this in episode two, but again, I want to mention where the name like Halloween came from. So this stems from all saints day, which is celebrated on November 1st. And this celebration was also referred to as All Hallows. Therefore, the night before that became All Hallows Eve, which turned into Halloween, what we celebrate and love today. Fun fact, Savannah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know this. <gasps> Try me. Even the traditional Halloween colors of black and orange stem from the Samhain celebration. Shut up. Yeah. Right now. I know the black represents the death of summer and the orange represents the autumn harvest season. Get out of town. You're literally telling me that the shirt you're wearing right now was from the Celtics. Exactly. That is so true. I can't speak to where purple and green came in at this time. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Black and orange, superior colors of Halloween. Let's talk about another awesome Halloween tradition that we see celebrated every single year. A lot of us have probably celebrated trick-or-treating. Why do we trick-or-treat? So there are three different general theories for where the origin of trick-or-treating comes from. Theory one, Samhain. We know it. We love it. It stems, it stretches its branches into a lot of our traditions that we have today. Mm-hmm. So the belief states that the Celts would often leave food out to appease the spirits that made their way into the world of the living. And then over time, many people began to dress as those spirits and unearthly beings to receive those food and drinks. I would be displeased as a spirit if I was not offered food and wine. Therefore, I understand this theory. I would mm-hmm. I would vote on this one because why wouldn't you give me food? Like I will literally set your house on fire if I don't get some Tootsie Rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go down the streets and cause so much mayhem if you don't bring me out some freaking Kit Kats right now. Yeah, I'm going to pants everybody. No one's (laughs) safe. Pants me, Andrew. Pants me. (laughs) Theory number two, the Scottish practice of guising. So guising is basically just a term for disguising yourself in costume. But during the Middle Ages, both poor adults and children would travel from home to home collecting food and drinks in exchange for prayers for the dead on All Souls Day. So they would be like, hey, I'll take some of your fried chicken. I doubt it was fried chicken, (laughs) but I have fried chicken on the mind. I'll take some of your fried chicken for like, I will pray for like the deceased members of your family on All Souls Day. Okay. The prayer portion was eventually dropped and instead they would do it for jokes, songs, and other tricks. I'll sing you a song. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's also an English tradition that is very similar to this. So during all Souls Day festivities, oftentimes poor locals would go around and beg for food and return for prayers for the dead. And oftentimes people would give them little pastries called soul cakes. Not witch cakes. Very different from witch cakes. (laughs) Just 
second show. I was like, ooh. No, <laughs> no, no human pee in these cakes. Don't don't eat the yellow snow, people. <laughs> I want to make soul cakes now. I want to. What I'm are they made of? I want to look up soul cakes. Ooh, these look tasties. Oh, they have like, is that cra- cranberries? Caster sugar, flour, egg yolk, butter, dried fruit. I feel like we've probably had these before and didn't even realize it. And they're made in a little X's or crosses, whichever yeah. way you want to look at it. These are it's cute. Kind of like a scone or a biscuit. Can we do an episode where we just bake? Mm-hmm. 110%. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that as well. So my next theory, theory number three, Belsnickel. And if you've watched The Office, you know a little bit about Belsnickel. I was about to say, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's Belschnickel. Belschnickel. So this is actually a German-American Christmas tradition, which we might do an episode about him in December. That would actually be very fun. <gasps> All right, we're doing it. This is a German-American Christmas tradition where local children would dress up into something and then they would go to their adult neighbors so the neighbors could try and guess their identities. In some versions of this tradition, children were rewarded with food if their identities could not be discovered. I think that's my favorite. I like that one. Oh, man, it's fun. I like that too. Next tradition that we're going to talk about, Savannah, Devil's Night. have you heard of devil's night do you know what it is no like how do i dress like what's the is it business cash like you you dress in all black because vandalism so you want to purge and blend in with the night (laughs) the night i am a lady of the night Yes. So the night before Halloween is also known as Devil's Night, and it is the night of vandalism, arson, and other reckless pranks. That's why I said if I was a spirit, I'd light people's houses on fire for titty yep. rolls. Watch mm-hmm. me. Watch so- me. Surprisingly, the origin of this does not stem from Samhain and, you know, spirits like being mad because they're not getting food. The origin of this night stems from something called Mischief Night. This was a European tradition that references to the day before May Day, and May Day is the celebration of the return of spring. Mischief Night was riddled with harmless pranks around the community performed by the youths. I don't feel like arson and vandalism is like harmless. Right. Yes. So (laughs) it eventually evolved into that. The harmless pranks that they were doing were, I'll I'll get into that. So like it made its way. Mischief Night made its way into America around the 30s and 40s when cities started to experience a high amount of pranks the night before Halloween. Up until the 70s, Devil's Night was just like harmless, funny pranks on locals in the community, and it was mostly resulted in a nuisance of the local police department. So the pranks were typically like egging someone's house, toilet papering someone's house, ding-dong ditch, Things like that. My grandma actually participated in Devil's Night whenever she was young. She told me about it. What? Yes. She told me that her, I think it was her brother and her brother's friend. She like tagged along with them. They would light a bag of poop on someone's doorstep, (gasps) ring their doorbell and run away. Grandma, no. I know. Gigi, what are you doing? (laughs) Have you allegedly ever TP'd someone's house? Allegedly. Uh, 110% allegedly. I 
pretty sure I toilet papered my own parents' house whenever I was young. I bet yeah. they love that. Yes. If if kids don't toilet paper my house whenever I have a house, I'll be mad. I love that tradition of TPing someone's house. It's awesome. It's funny. I allegedly also did this to a couple houses when I was in high school. Oh my um, gosh. I got caught allegedly and grounded for it, but <gasps> I know, but it was so funny because one night I was with some friends and the cops had pulled us over into a gas station because there was a robbery and <gasps> like the county over of a gas station. So this guy thought like the cop thought that we were just like staking out a gas station to rob. And he was like, open the trunk. And then like, it's just all toilet paper. All toilet paper comes oh like my flying gosh. out of the back of the trunk. And it's just so funny because we saw his face and he was like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> we're like, well, we're definitely going to be using this later. But he was like, y'all just need to go home. But it was so funny because like we opened the trunk and then all this angel soft just comes like <laughs> jumping out of the car. And he's like, where's the gun? Where's the drugs? Where's the stuff you stole? And we're like, we didn't steal anything. We're just trying to have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. I love that. How did I not know that that happened to you? Because everything happens to me. It's just funny. <laughs> well, in the early 80s, the pranks started to escalate to a more dangerous level. This is when the real, like, reckless pranks kind of take part. Vandalism. And arsonists would often target empty properties and homes to like set on fire. So not great stuff. We I do recommend fun, harmless pranks. We do not recommend setting things on fire. Yeah. This is like the precursor of the show. What is that called? Ridiculousness. Yes. This is like the part of ridiculousness where it's like, you know, we don't condone like mm-hmm. the, the violence. Stuff. Don't do it. It's just accidents. But like. Just go have fun. Go TP. Go like yeah. ding dong ditch. Don't like poop on fire and break into someone's house. Yeah, exactly. Don't be crazy, people. Jeez. <laughs> so on to our next tradition, Savannah. Why do we bob for apples? Are you Did asking? Did you do this? Or is no. it rhetorical? No, it's, it's rhetorical. I know the answer. <laughs> I don't know because I just watched the Great British Baking Show, the Halloween week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did like, and oh my gosh, I don't even know the dessert they did, but I was asking Gage, I was like, why are apples even a thing? I've bobbed for apples. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke a tooth doing that. Oh my gosh. That's a good How? <laughs> I just smacked it too hard. <laughs> On the apple? Yes. What? Yes. That's absurd. How old were you? I need to know. Did you have to I... go to the dentist on Halloween? No, because it was one of my baby teeth. So I just like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's chill then. So this tradition surprised me and I love it. I love the origins of it. So this fun and slightly germifying tradition at Halloween parties has been a tradition for decades and it is actually rooted in love and romance, which kind of ties into our last week's episode. I know. I didn't, I know of it. I know. It's so fun. So this game actually started as a courting ritual at a Roman festival that honored the goddess of agriculture and abundance. I think you pronounce her name Pomana. Pomana. Like Pomana. Pomana. But Pomana. Basically, it is said that the young men and a woman will would be able to predict the future of their relationships based off of the game. And there are a few different ways that you can play this game. So in one way, each potential mate, like male, was assigned a specific apple. 
So the woman would try to bob for the apple of the man that she desired. If it only took her one try, the two were destined for romance. If it took her two tries, the man would court her, but eventually their love would fade. If it took her three attempts to get the apple, the relationship was doomed. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is like the bachelor of Roman times. It, it is it's such a good point. Who gives the final apple? <laughs> <laughs> so the second way that this was played, it, it was played as a race. So basically all of the women would race to get the first apple and whoever emerged first successfully would be the first one to be married. So it's like a bouquet toss, but like apple bobbing. Cute. And then there was this very cute superstition that if a woman put the apple that she had bitten into and like picked from bobbing the apples under her pillow that night, she would dream about her future soulmate. That's uncomfortable. It's. <laughs> I thought it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it is cute, but it's also uncomfy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to crush on this. I think it's cute. I, uh, I like the, the reference about the bouquet. I caught your apple or what? Caught your apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was just like my own like inference. Is that the word that I'm mm-hmm. thinking of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like my own inference of like, oh, it's like catching a bouquet at a wedding. Oh, um, cute. I think it's cute. And I, I didn't know that it stemmed from that. So that's pretty fun that we were doing that at five years old. <laughs> So Savannah, what's the deal with bats? They're cute. Oh my god. They're nocturnal. They're they're not deaf, but kind of. I wrote a paper about bats when I was in fourth grade. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. That's adorable. yeah. I won an award, and they put it in the Audubon State Park Tribune, like their their okay. little park report. I know. I was like so ready for this episode. I didn't even know what we were going to talk about. (laughs) I want to read your report. (laughs) I I think I've got it at my house. So if I go get it over the weekend for Halloween, I will bring it back and I'll share it. Please do. I want to see it more than anything. That's adorable. Thank you. So this spooky symbol of Halloween can be attributed to the Samhain festival, like many of our traditions. Everything is, yeah. Yes. During the festival, the Celts would light a large bonfire that would attract many insects. And in turn, it would attract bats. Mm. Soon after that, spotting bats became connected to the festival. And there were also some spooky medieval folklore that explained the superstition behind bats and them being a harbingers of death, which is like scary because my parents have a bat at their house right now. My mom got a bat. She didn't buy it or like anything. It just showed up. They named him Flip. He's adorable. He's so cute. He just sits up there in like their deck. But I read like a really like spooky like superstition about it that I'm not going to repeat because I don't want to bring that bad juju. I like bats. I hope they wouldn't be harbingers of death. That seems very intense. I think they're very sweet things. They're too cute to be harbingers of death. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unacceptable. Just like cats are evil. Unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just something someone made up Mm -hmm. because they were like scared of them. But bats are precious. Their little faces. Oh my gosh. They're so cute. Little pig snouts. I love them. They're cute. So Savannah, to kind of wrap up this episode, I have some fun Halloween trivia questions. Oh my gosh. I'm going to fail, but I'm so ready. I am excited about this because you got me with the trivia. Now it's time for me to get you. And we're starting off with one of your favorite Halloween things. How many pounds of candy corn 
are produced each year? Um, I don't know, but the correct answer should be zero because candy corn <laughs> is disgusting. Candy corn is literally the grossest thing on this planet and I hate it. But if I had to guess, it's got to be up in the, in the millions, five, five million. Mm-hmm. You were about 30 million off. <laughs> <laughs> it is 35 million pounds of candy corn. Which That's disgusting. <laughs> it attributes to about 9 billion pieces of candy corn, which sounds like your nightmare. I would die. I literally fall on the floor and just go <laughs> like, that's disgusting. That's literally the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Well, sticking on the candy corn <laughs> theme, what was candy corn originally called? Trash. You know? <laughs> Trash. I think Ear you'll be wax. pretty happy with the, with the answer. Think about it in a literal sense. Candy corn. Sugar seeds. You know what? I whenever I said literal sense, <laughs> that makes sense. No. Do you want another guess? <laughs> Candy corn. Sugar seeds. <laughs> Sugar seeds. Candy corn. Scarecrow teeth. Which is teeth? Which is teeth? No. Uh chicken feed. Disgusting. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's just waxy, disgusting crap. That's why I thought you would like it. Thank you. Because it just makes sense. Like it's awful. Nobody should eat it. So uh, what vegetable is part of a tradition on the night before Halloween, Devil's Night? Turnips. Because that's what the Irish did. That's Halloween. This is Devil's Night. I'm going to go with lettuce for the Devil's Lettuce. Oh my gosh, you were so close. It's cabbage. Stop, really? Yes. Sometimes it's referred to as cabbage night. (laughs) And it's because people would often leave stinky, rotting cabbage on people's doorsteps. (laughs) I understand that. But I like the devil's lettuce. That's amazing. I tried. That was so good. What did Scottish women hang to see their future husbands on Halloween? Do I have to be appropriate with my answer? Yes. What did they hang for their husbands on Halloween? What did they hang to be able to see their future husbands on Halloween? What did they hang? I don't think you're going to get this one, but it's an interesting fact. And I want to see your guess. Mm, A broom? No. A wet sheet in front of a fire. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently you will see the image of your future husband appear as it dries. And I didn't know like Halloween was so tied into finding a future husband for women, but I guess it is. It's literally bachelor nation of holidays. It is. Yeah. But that is hilarious because how are you going to sit there? It's going to be dried in weird spots and you're going to be like, he's going to look like this. Yep. Mm-hmm. 110%. Why do some people wear clothes inside out on Halloween? Because they want to protect their skin. I love it. Love the guests. Love the enthusiasm, but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> some superstitions state that if you wear your clothes inside out and then you walk backwards on Halloween, you will see a witch at midnight. <gasps> Are you going to do it? I don't know. That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) You're going to get undressed and then walk backwards. That is a lot. 
It's it's a lot of work to commit to for the full day of Halloween, but maybe one year that'd be fun to do. We'll see. <laughs> what is the most commercially successful horror movie of all time? Halloween with Michael Myers. No, but that's a good guess. It. The original or the new one? The original. Of course. I could see that. I could totally Tim see Curry. that. He's such a good one. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's such a good yep. actor. And that, that movie still gives me chills. Oh, what are you doing, Georgie? Iconic. I know. Iconic. Iconic. Yes. That was so fun. I love Thank how wrong you. I am because the correct <laughs> answers are so funny. So we made it to Halloween. We did mm-hmm. our Halloween episode. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I'm so happy to be doing this podcast with you. And we made it to Halloween and I can't wait for more adventures to come. Yes. there. If you are a Halloween lover and that's why you started listening to this podcast, don't mm-hmm. stop just because we reached Halloween. Savannah and I have so many more surprises coming up throughout the rest of this year and all through next year. Mm-hmm. Hang in with us. We're going to be sharing some fun, interesting, spooky stuff all year round. Mm-hmm. It's the name of the game. It is. I'm so excited. There are zero days to Halloween. But zero if we, days. Yeah. If you want to be those people, then it's another 365 days. To or is it a leap year this year? When are you leap years? Yeah. No, wait. No. That would be leap interesting years on to the do a podcast over leap years. Yeah. 2024 is the next leap year. Mm, when does that day happen? What month? February. And it's the 29th. Instead of Ooh. February ending on the 28th, this is 29th. Oh my gosh. How spooky. I love that. Okay. (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining us in this awesome, amazing, spooktacular episode on Halloween. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. If you like this episode, go ahead and give us a five-star rating, four-star rating, hopefully a five-star rating. No, I don't accept anything less. Five stars are best. Oh, right. Okay. I like it. (laughs) Five-star rating Um, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We greatly appreciate it, guys. You can follow us on Instagram at Slightly Scary Pod. You can follow us on TikTok at Slightly Scary Pod or Twitter at Slightly Scary 13. Or if you like us, subscribe. (laughs) I forgot what I say. What are you hanging around for? Just do it. Just do it. Just if you made it, it this far, subscribe to us. I feel like it, that only makes sense. I mean, don't be a goober. Just do it. Yeah. Make your dreams come true. Exactly. Until next time, keep it scary. It's slightly scary. What's a Funko Pop? Shut up. What do is not that? even tell me. A Funko Pop? I'm about to literally share my screen. How do I do that? I'm looking it up so you don't have to. Oh, it's one of those bobble heads. Yeah, but this bobble. Yes. And to, to talk about the origin of Halloween, I think I just stuttered there. You're just so <laughs> to, excited. To, to, today, Junior. Today, Junior. From Billy Madison. Thank you. The- Spooky, scary, scary, scaries. I think it's Celtic because that's Celtic. a football team, isn't it? That is a basketball team. Thank you. I don't know anything (laughs) about sports. Black and orange, black and orange, black and orange, black Mm -hmm. and orange. Black eyed peas at a best. Thank you.